Mike, do you have a living brain? I feel like I have a living brain as well. I feel like I am a living brain. I think that's pretty much what I am. I'm a living brain in this jar that is my skin and bones and blood. <laughs> yeah, like I feel like aren't all like even like a mouse has a living brain. It feels like anybody who all, all animals are just basically brains with a bunch of nerves and tendons and muscles attached to it. I'd like to, I like, you know, I'd, I'd like to hear about the unliving brain or the dead. <laughs> like, I don't know what a dead brain is, just not working, but the unliving or like some kind of like zombie brain, sure. Oh but my goodness, Mike, Mike, we, we, we have not dealt with the zombies yet, but I feel like they're coming. <laughs> Did I jinx us? Did I just <laughs> jinx us and I invite the undead into our lives? <laughs> I hope not. I really hope not because, you know, we live in New York City and that's where this all seems to happen. But <laughs> if there's oh, a zombie man. apocalypse, it's going to happen here first. All right. Well, okay. I just okay. Let's just let's just skip over that. But yeah, the living brain is an odd name for a computer brain. Yeah. Yes. It's great. Cause it, so it, it's a, it is a it is it is not living as, as far at least not according to any normal definition of living. It is a silicon brain. It is a computer program that has been programmed to act in specific ways. Uh, right. I guess you could argue that our brains are biological programs that act in certain ways. Um, but calling this thing a living brain, it seems like, if anything, it's it's an artificial brain. Yeah, it seems it seems like false advertising at a minimum, and I don't know what the the creators at at I, at, uh, at international ICM computing machines. That's right, ICM. What what are you guys thinking? Like, I mean, just it's it's misleading in the in, in the extreme, but at the same time, when you see a picture of it, you know, which we have, you know what they mean, and it it's it's a big boxy robot looking thing that apparently is well it's it's some form of um what they call artificial intelligence right yeah so they're claiming that it is it is not just intelligent but super intelligent that it has the all of human knowledge in its in its system that it can basically answer any question like you could ask it um well, maybe we could use this for auditing. We just talked about the Fantastic Four and how yeah. they may need some auditing. Apparently, you could ask this machine, like, is Reed Richards telling the truth and is the Mole Man actually out there? And it would spit back an answer for you. Well, it's, I mean, but it's one thing, like a brain is, the, the problem is that a brain isn't just uh, a computer, right? Because any computer could say the same thing, that they can store information and calculate it and, and run models to predict outcomes. Um, but if it's a brain, wouldn't a brain actually have some kind of... Um, uh, other like kind of uh, intuitive or empathetic kind of uh, function, you know what I mean? It's, it's not just, yeah. Uh, I mean, I'm mixing the concept of, of the mind into the brain, but that's what I, I, I see it as, right? Yeah. Well, so, so a few of these things has. So one, we know that it has vast amounts of knowledge, um, mm -hmm. and it able to store it. It's able to make uh, uh, inferences based on that knowledge. So it's not just a matter of spouting back. Like what it's read in the encyclopedia, but it can take all that knowledge and figure things out from it, um, right. which is kind of, I think, the basis of intelligence. It, it's not clear that it has emotions. It's not clear that it is can act irrationally, except for the fact that, it, well, it, it, it went, I don't know if you call it irrational or not, but it went haywire and just started attacking people. But is that so? But wait a minute. So is that what a brain is, though? I mean, like, is it that it's it's not just it's not just the intelligence, it's not just functioning, it's not just doing things for function, but it also has emotion and it has, uh, I wouldn't use to say the word soul necessarily, but it has, um, yeah, what is it personality? I mean, uh, or, or or soul, or however you want to define it. But um, there has to be emotion connected with a brain, otherwise it's not a brain. And so, does this thing have emotion? Is that programmed emotions? Can you program emotions? I mean, these are some questions so that I. 
I so had when he saved the brain. Are you saying that people who are less emotional are are, are less like are less human? Saying they're more robotic by definition, or at least at least colloquially, that's what people refer to them as. But no, but I'm saying that you know I think that a brain is more than simply just being able to add, subtract, and and. It, it, interpret information. It has there has there's something more to be have a brain. Well, there's maybe there's something around motivation. So it's it's it, mm. it, we, we a, 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 a computer program or robot right now. It seems like it was just basically answering questions, um, but it has no intrinsic motivation itself. Like if you wanted to ask me questions, I may or may not answer you uh, based on like my, my the motivation. Maybe maybe I like you and I'll answer the question, or maybe you're paying me money and I'll answer the question. Uh, maybe I think it'd be funny to answer the question, but there's a reason for me to answer the question. This this robot seemed just to answer the questions that it was told with, with no with no internal drive. Well, so well, I see what you're saying about that, but I mean, there's something else that maybe I should have researched what a, what a how they how you define a human brain as as opposed to like a mechanical brain. But um, what we have here, though, if if they're claiming that it's not just a living brain, but also it's a form of artificial intelligence, I think intelligence itself. Is what maybe that's what I'm kind of trying to get at. Is what distinguishes it from just being a computer in that it has intelligence, which which does have, if not emotion, certainly has um, and feeling something similar enough to that. So, is this living brain that they that they popped out of that school for that demonstration recently in where was it in Queens, New York? Um, is it can we consider it alive then if it has some kind of more than just a calculation component to its uh, its structure? It certainly doesn't look alive. It doesn't feel alive. It looks like a, a like a big box of of computer parts. Like it feels like if you gave me a choice of like, hey, do I save this child or do I save this this computer that we built? I think the the, the answer is you save the the child. Like I don't think there's a, there's any sort of like, uh, uh, any sort of moral imperative that we need to save this thing that we we built in a lab. Unless it is alive, you know what I mean. So that's what I keep on trying to get at. I'm trying to figure out. Maybe that's why they called it the living brain. <laughs> it's because maybe the the scientists figured out that by calling it a brain, they're just taking it as being like it's just a like a, we all have brains, and they're just they are just you know biological machines that are kind of structuring uh, our lives, like telling us how to you know how to like telling our running running how our bodies our bodies move, and also what we and how to think and stuff like that. But to be alive means that you have something else on top of that. It means that you have I think emotion. I think you have um, motivation, like you say. You have feeling, and so when they're saying living brain, maybe that's something more than just that's not just false advertising. They're literally saying that they invented some form of life. They, so they created life. We, we have like Mary Shelley working for these, uh, uh, or Victor Victor Frankenstein, I guess Victor Frankenstein working for these guys, and they created yeah. life from from a bunch of uh, electronic parts. Well, we have you know we have a, a guy that can light himself on fire and fly through the air. So it's not the most extreme things. We we have. We know that magic is now part of uh, has been entered our world, as, and it and seems to be a normal component of the of it these days. We have um, we have people that can swim underwater and breathe and breathe water. I mean, it's just there's a lot of things that have happened in the last few years, or at least that we've learned about in the last few years. So maybe it isn't that hard to create artificial life. I, th I think more likely you have a PR organization at, at, <laughs> at ICM who's like, hey, how can we sell more of these things? And we'll call it a, a living brain because it, it sounds it sounds catchy. I think taking the, the fact that they call it that and, and bringing it to the point where we think it's a, a sentient species that we need to uh, protect and it's endangered, I, I think that's going a bit too far. But why did, then why, I, like, how do you explain the fact that it, it, it's, it, it went through some period of rebellion? 
Well, yeah, so it definitely went haywire. Malfunction. Uh, it went haywire. So it malfunction or it's rebelling. I mean, rebelling. I'm putting like a, a you know an emotional spin on it. Or malfunction is just it's a computer. It's a it's a it's not alive and it's just malfunctioning. Yeah. So it so it malfunctioned in a very specific way though. So it didn't malfunction the way like okay you have a lawnmower and the lawnmower like uh, 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 I don't know uh, kind of like you forget to ter- turn it off and it goes kind of like randomly across the uh, across your lawn and you have to watch out that you don't get run over by the lawnmower. Um, this thing seemed like it was thinking while it was attacking, right? So it was, it was using strategy. It was like hiding right. behind doors, hiding, hiding behind corridors and, and, and attacking people. It was, it was uh, estimating threats. So it, it was using its computational power to, uh, to, to, I don't know, to try, try to achieve something. I'm not sure what, they were, what it was trying to achieve exactly other than it was trying to hurt people. But but was it trying to again? I, I'm trying to put like more of a human spin on it, I guess. But was it so? We, and so for people that don't know this, it was fighting Spider-Man at the time as well. Was it, you know, acting rash? Was it just malfunctioning and and just interpreting threats and just trying to preserve itself, or was it just trying to be free? You know, like what if you were in a life form that was invented in a lab, and then you had this chance to like bust loose? You probably would. No one's. No one's interviewed the robot, Ed. Or no one's interviewed <laughs> no. the living brain to find out maybe, what they'd say about it. I, maybe, I don't know. maybe we should. Maybe we should. Um, uh, I, I feels like if that's the case, if, if this living brain is as intelligent as you seem to think it is, and it was like having its own like uh, awareness of its position, and it was basically it was like, hey, I have I have been treated as a slave, and this is the time to me to es- uh, escape my captors. Um, uh, number one is we should stop making these things. <laughs> uh, uh, and, and, and number two is, is this particular one. Um, uh, hey, let's let's have a conversation with it. But um, I don't I don't think I think that's going to have to earn its right to 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 be able to live in society. It doesn't automatically get that right because it it it, it chooses to and it has strong arms. Well, it's alive, Ed. Who are we to deny its well, place in our we society? We have to figure out whether it is alive or not. And I, I don't right. think any if any corporation just starts making rep- computers and then claiming they're alive. Um, I, I don't. Th- I don't think we get to like each one of them gets to uh, gets its own like social security number. Well, I hear you, but I don't know if. Uh, I guess I'd like to. I guess I know. I I I went into the, into this show differently. I'm ending it the way that I differently than when I went into it. I I'd, I'd like to talk to the living brain and, and just see how they're doing. <laughs> do these do they, do they get to go on dates? <laughs> I don't know. I'm not saying I'm spinning or anything. I'm just. Uh, just want to know what's like, what is it? I mean, I'm, I'm kind of fascinated by it. And like, and honestly, I'm surprised you're not interested, more interested in having these uh, uh, artificial intelligent robots or beings, given that you, you know, you and I've talked and I think you've pushed more than me to have some kind of countermeasure to superheroes and supervillains and superpowered individuals. Maybe this it, is it. Maybe this it, is it, the it next could, step. It could be, but I think the, the risk in a situation like that is when we're dealing with humans, we at least know how humans think we, we have thousands of years of history of of our, and our own um, biology of working with other humans we have no idea what's going on if this thing is intelligent and, and, and truly intelligent and truly has like its own motivation its brain we don't know what those motivations are they're they're probably even more alien than than aliens at least aliens grew up in some sort of environmental environment where they're responding and procreating this thing just might want to make paper clips well maybe Anyways, I'm just here to listen, but at a distance.